Are you a psychic, sensitive, or seeker who wants to learn more? Welcome to The Mystic School with Sarah Wiseman, where we dive deep into all things mystic and metaphysical. Here's Sarah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Mystic School. So glad to have you here today. And um, our show today is about the mystic engages. The mystic participates in the real world, aware of both mainstream and esoteric thought in generous community with all souls. And we're going to be talking uh, a little bit about this today is kind of a different approach, maybe from those of you guys who follow different psychic or spiritual traditions. Uh, this idea of getting esoteric, divvying up into each of us following our own little particular way of doing things or our particular tradition. And this is kind of opening that idea up and sort of saying, um, it was useful to have all these delineations and these different styles and so forth. But as we're entering this new paradigm, this new dimension, uh, we're getting to the end of that. Each person needing their own particular defined tradition to follow. We'll talk a little bit more about that in just a second. For housekeeping, I wanted to remind you, we have a free mini course on the website the magic of blind readings and you can get that that's just going to be available for a while i don't know how long uh it's at sarahwiseman.com and just go there right to the front there's a free um, mini course the magic of blind readings that'll walk you through uh, i think there's two meditations that'll take you through some blind readings which is just super fascinating work to do and then it's also free readings Tuesday, so you can call in live to 888-298-5569 uh, 888-298-5569 and welcome your call and welcome, you know, if you have a question uh, about something going on in your life that you want to get spiritual psychic perspective on, uh, or if something's interesting has been happening to you, I'd love to uh, have you share that with greater community that's listening. So I want to go back to this idea of the mystic engages. And um, so I came from a place where there wasn't a lot of uh, spiritual or psychic community. There wasn't any, <laughs> or there wasn't very much. And so in moving um, lately to a bigger, bigger place, bigger uh, community, I've been diving into various different communities. And one thing that's been interesting is that how delineated each group is. Like, I'm pretty interested in, um, say, Buddhist style community, or uh, I might want to dip into paganism or animism, or I want, might want to be in a mediumship group or a channeling group, or might want to go to a unity church or and so as I've been sort of meandering through these different um, soul clusters, I guess we might call them, what's been interesting to me is that I'm finding that the practices that we're doing and we're talking about do not fit neatly into any of those more established categories. 
What I teach in terms of what I call spiritual intuition is really um, this idea of making direct connection to the universe without, without hardly any rules, certainly without any tools that you need to use. It's just you and yourself meditating or connecting in. So we're entering in, connecting in. Um, you know, we work with the guides, but like the, the style that I'm teaching, like there's no like, what are my guides' names? Or uh, I'm going to get a certain kind of angel. Or um, it's very open. It's like, let's see what happens. Let's pay attention to what shows up. Um, if we're working in mediumship, like we don't put on any protection, uh, psychic protection, because already in the act of connecting to the guides, already in the act of going into light dimension or higher dimension, we're already fully protected. We're already in our soul self and our soul self is infinite. So a lot of these superstitions are getting, for me, noticing the various different belief systems that lots of different people have. Nothing nothing um, incorrect, but noticing that, that what I do, what I teach, or what, I, what you guys, a lot of you guys are interested in is this way of working really quickly, instantaneously, because the universe is instantaneous. There's only now. So we don't have to spend a lot of time in meditation to receive a psychic answer, for example. We just tune in and then we're part of the oneness and the within the oneness, the answer always is. There's no waiting period. We don't have to concentrate really hard. We don't have to use any props because the answer is always just, again, we connect into oneness. Boom, <laughs> there it is. Um, and there's not a lot of rules. Like it's nice to be a nice person, right? It's nice to be kind, gentle, and compassionate. Those are great. It's, but many times on our spiritual path, there's going to be times in our life when we can't be that, when we're unable to be our better selves or our, our more mature, <laughs> our more mature selves or our more developed selves. Sometimes on our path, we're going to go through really rocky times where we behave terribly. And similarly, um, a lot of people have a lot of um, particular rules they follow around, you know, what they eat or what they consume or if they drink or smoke or what have you. And in this work that I teach, like all of that is kind of, um, it's not the point. You can be a vegan. You could probably eat meat if you wanted you could smoke that those things are not held as sin or bad. Uh, whatever your choices are, your choices are seen as just reflection of your awareness and your awareness will lead you to what's appropriate to you in the time and place you live in the culture, the place on the earth you are lots of different ways of, doing all that stuff. So it's kind of a dropping out of all rules and regulations and superstitions and the way things were done in the past and, and a lot of particulars. And instead going to this bigger picture of what is your soul 
seeking, uh, when you go and connect to divine self to soul self, where you led to next. And it's about engaging with that, being willing to drop out of all the, all the rules and regulations and just show up. Here I am, I'm soul and human body. I want to turn, I'm going to amp up that soul part. Let the human part kind of hum along in the background. And I'm going to see where the universe leads me. Like, where am I here to contribute in this world right now? Because goodness knows a lot of contribution is necessary in order to take us to the next stage of uh, being, being better, <laughs> being better beings on this planet together. Uh, so just think about that. Think about this idea of dropping out of any preconceived notions you have about what spirituality is, uh, what traditions you need to follow, what the psychic world is like, you know, are these superstitions, some of the old ways really needed for your practice? A lot of them are, you know, just kind of on their way out, not something you need to pay attention to. And really trusting that it's it's not even that it's within you. It's within you. It's without you. It's everything all at once. And you're part of this. And all you need to do is connect into that, into the oneness that you're part of, or the soul in you that is part of collective soul, or the God in you that is part of all God, different ways of saying it. Can't go wrong when you're going with that as your guiding principle, like this, the oneness principle. You can't go wrong. Uh, The rest is just um, a lot of uh, detail that may or may not be, probably is not useful for you. Okay, let us go to the phones. And again, it's Free Readings Tuesday. You can call into 888-298-5569-888-298-5569. And we'll go to Cindy from the Bay Area. Cindy, welcome. Hello. Hi, thanks for your patience. What can I help you out with today? Well, I used to consider myself I'm very intuitive. I had prophetic dreams. I was very in touch with my spiritual self and the world. And my daughter was killed in a car accident about a year ago. And I have just completely lost my way. And I don't know how to... I feel like I'm living in chaos. I moved from the East Coast, out here to California, because my husband was working here, but I don't like it here. There's nothing about it. I don't, I don't see friends. I don't, I don't know. I, am, I, am I missing whatever the universe is trying to tell me? I feel like I'm, I don't know. I feel like I'm a, I've lost all my connections. Yeah. How, how old are you, Cindy? I am 74. Okay. I think that um, you're just in this deep, immobilizing grief. And kind of also there's this feeling of being surprised or feeling that the universe or God or um, is is unjust. It's not fair. 
what what happened um and there's this feeling actually of deep rage are are you aware of of this level of anger that's within you um so not not so much i just feel like i mean what i'm more aware of is i'm just lost i haven't yeah. i can't i can't find my footing to get back yeah. where i was i mean i'm it's I don't, I don't even know yeah. how to well, um, Let yourself kind of tune into this anger part when you're, you know, it doesn't have to be today, but just as you're kind of mulling things over, it may come to you in a week or so. And just let that part be acknowledged. I think that that is when that part begins to be acknowledged and released, um, some of the other things will sort of, fled forward with that but it's just it's just rage at the injustice of your situation and your loss and and how uh it wasn't um fair or doesn't make any sense so just allowing the anger to come and then i think once that part is released things will start to feel more real it it, it feels energetically to me like you've kind of disassociated and you're not <laughs> you're not really in your life because you feel it's not safe and because you're so angry at everything that's happened you're just like yourself is is above your body you're not sort of connected and sort of looking down and processing some of these emotions that maybe you haven't seen or haven't wanted to feel is going to be part of it but it's it's anger is the main feeling it's like this seething rage and once that comes out there will be some respite for you um is there how long do you have to stay um in the bay area like is there a chance to move back no um okay. my husband's work is here and we've sold our house back there. I mean, this all within two months of my daughter's passing, I sold my house of 20 years and we're living in a rental house, which I, I don't even like it. I mean, nothing about my life here is what I want. Nothing. Yes. Right. And there's nothing to hang on to that's recognizable or that makes sense to you. Um, Well, just be open to the idea that it's a tremendously big deal to sell a house and move across country. But ah. um, if something were to come up where you could move back, um, for most people that you can, you know, like this idea, you can't go home again. But for you, um, I feel like there's a move within the next couple of years. Um, I don't feel like you'll be where you are now. It's almost like you're lost in the wasteland and you're completely lost. And this will end within a a year or two, and then you're going to relocate again. But this time it will be of your choosing, and it will be to a place that feels more like a fit to you. Um, Are are you seeing a therapist around your daughter's loss? I'm not, only because when I... When I once I got out here, I didn't want to start anything before I moved because mm-hmm. I knew I could. I mean, I had too much work to do to, to pack the house up and get it 
out. But yeah. Yeah. And even here, my husband's business, I, I've been working sometimes seven days a week mm-hmm. helping him. So my life has become very focused on, you know, just like the elemental, it, going yes. to work. I, I'm dead tired. I mean, nothing. I don't have energy. Everything about me is so different. Yeah. It's like all this work is this um, complete distraction from letting yourself feel and and. It can continue on for a little bit more, but at a certain point, the body's going to rebel. So it would be smarter to um, start doing some processing and working with someone and and start working less. <laughs> Just sort of letting, letting yourself recognize what you've been through. And, um, you know... It, the body will rebel. And by that, I mean, if you, if you don't take care of this, if you don't start to process, um, you know, you'll get sick or something else will happen. So you want to take it seriously that you do need to look at everything with some help. I, I already have eczema, never had it in my life. Yeah. Have it. Yep. Yeah. There's That's... something not right and I know it. I just, you know, I yeah. need to know how to get off. The, I feel like I'm on a merry-go-round or a treadmill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or it's like you're in a crazy dream that doesn't make any sense. It's like, where am I? What happened? Um, so, so it's interesting. Um, these periods of time, like being in the spiritual wasteland, I don't know. You know, they usually come a little bit earlier. Um, like usually, it's like the Saturn return times, which are past. So. I, I don't know why it's happening now for you, but I would say that these periods of absolute desolation and being lost, when you get to the other side, which you will, it's going to take a little while, but when you get to the other side, uh, you know, wisdom is what you've gained on this part of the journey, or you will gain. So it will, it will make sense later, and you will be changed later. But right now you're just walking in the wasteland which is pretty rough so just try and stay well cindy we wish you the wish you the best and uh keep us posted as to how things go um i will and thank you so much for taking my call i appreciate the information thanks yep thanks for calling in thank you um yeah, it's really hard to be in her situation. A lot of you guys know what this is like. Let's go to Deborah from Marysville. Deborah, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. Hi, what can um, I help you out with, or what would you like to share? Okay, I, okay. Let's see. I'm, I try to condense this. I'm seventy. I just turned seventy-two. I live outside of Seattle, up north of Everett, and. My daughter lives in West Seattle, and I do live in the woods in a small, well, a trailer. And she would like me to move into an apartment close to her. You know, I understand. She doesn't want me to be out in the the snow and all that when winter comes. Plus, unfortunately, I have to have both of my hips replaced. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's kind of a deal right there. But I have lived in the woods. I raised her in Seattle, but I've been living in the woods for so long. And I do have an option to get 
another to get a fifth wheel because the one I'm in right now is is just bad. Mm-hmm. So she's also basing it on the fact that you know I'm living in a not a good trailer. So if I got a new one, I just can't decide should I do that or should I go with what she feels is best for me and move oh. into an apartment in Seattle. By yeah, her. how old how old's your daughter? She's 42. Okay. Well, this is interesting because uh, I feel like you are not quite ready to make this move yet, even though like winter is coming <laughs> and uh-huh. we all know this, the rain's coming and so forth. But um, it feels like, it feels like you are, would be letting go too much of your independence. And if you moved, she would just, it would like, this is the first thing. And then she would, you know, want to help you with the next thing. And then the next thing. And if you were, you know, 92, yes. And, but right now, just this particular season, I, I think it's a, I think that you should hold out and see how you do a little bit longer. You're just not quite ready to let go of making all your decisions. And I don't think that she is quite old enough to make all the decisions for you. So um, doing this little dance of how, how, how can you still be safe and how can you still be independent and how can she help? And beginning to have those conversations of, um, I'm not quite ready yet. I understand you're feeling I'm unsafe, but I, it's there's this certain magical quality to your experience that you're having that you don't want to give up. So see how you do. Um, I don't. I don't see you. I don't see you moving um, this winter. And you can see how you do, and then. And then after that, you can see how you do next year. But it feels like it's a little bit early for you to make that change. You know, you are, you are so true because just this morning I go, what is bothering me so much? I do, and I, I just feel, anyway, you, you nailed it with, it's just too early for me to basically lose my independence, which I didn't yeah. Mentally, I didn't look at it that way. And the other thing I want to tell you is the minute you said that and, and stay there, I started it. My heart started to well up. And yeah. I did get tears. So. Yeah. Yeah. You're, and, and, you know, she wants to help you and she wants to keep you safe. And that's wonderful. But uh-huh. you guys will be able to, you guys will be able to come to a common ground um, next year that'll make you both happy. But right now it's, you you have some like saying goodbye to the place you've been and some having these last experiences and, and just kind of getting ready for it. You're not quite ready yet. So good. You're well, Deborah, right. yeah. Thank, thank you, you for so much. Hey, yeah. wait, um, I had, I think I had one of, I have one of your books that it must've been like the first one you wrote. Cause I have, I've had it a long time. Do you, have you come out with a new book in the last few years? Yeah. I think my latest one that you would like is, you can go to the website, sarahweisman.com, and it's called The Aquarian Messages, and I think that would be a good one for you. So, hey, thank you for calling. I'm going to let you go because i got to wrap up the show, but good luck to you. Thank you so much. 
Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, this dance of the the mother daughter or the child parent we want to help and we want to but we got to remember just as when you were uh all of you who are parents you know that you can't control <laughs> you can't control your kids once you know they're different they're they're independent they're they're their own soul each person's on their own soul path and and as we have older parents that we feel responsible they are also souls on their path um, and sometimes uh, we need to do things that aren't uh, what seems to be the the safest uh, uh, sometimes sometimes safe is not the point sometimes we want to have this mystical spiritual life and we need to have space to do that everybody you have been listening to the mystic school with sarah wiseman uh, if you want to find out more, I have tons of self-study courses at sarahwiseman.com. They're all very low cost and some other offerings coming up. And of course, we have Intuition University, uh, which will start registering for winter uh, pretty soon. Hey, everybody, tune in next week. Next week, we're going to talk about the mystic contributes and how we, oh my goodness, in this time frame, we are all here to contribute to this new world that's forming right in front of our eyes. Uh, and we're all here to, to be a part of this with all of the gifts that we have. We will see you next week again, sarahwiseman.com, and thanks for listening. Want more of The Mystic School with Sarah Wiseman? Tune in for uplifting talk on psychic opening, spiritual awakening, and all things mystic and metaphysical. Want to connect with Sarah? Visit sarahwiseman.com.